Hi, I'm Marshall, and this is Tumble. Last week we shared a trailer for our new audio course with Himalaya, The Wild Life of Your Home. Today we're sharing the entire first episode. But before we get to that, I want to tell you a bit more about the project and how you can sign up for it. The Wild Life of Your Home is an interactive educational audio experience based on one of our favorite episodes of Tumble. Join me and scientist Rob Dunn for a 10-part series that will show your home in a whole new way. You'll meet fascinating creatures and solve the mystery of what lives inside your home. Better yet, you'll get the tools to do real science, starting a journey that can continue long after you finish the course. If you've ever enjoyed hunting for bugs, this course is for you. Go to learning.himalaya.com tumble and enter the promo code tumble at checkout to get your first 14 days free. That's learning.himalaya.com tumble and enter promo code tumble to try out the platform and our course for two whole weeks. The first episode launches our investigation into our homes just after this. Before we get to this week's episode, we've got a few things to take care of. First, we want to let you know that our audio course is finally out on Himalaya Learning. The Wildlife of Your Home pod course is a 10-episode series that will train you to become an indoor wildlife investigator, a rare kind of scientist. You'll learn about ecosystems by discovering the unknown creatures you wake up with every day. It's available right now on learning.himalaya.com tumble. If you enroll now, you'll get a free 14-day trial on the Himalaya Learning platform. And next, we got some new patrons to thank. Roland, Bridger, happy belated birthday on August 2nd, Bridger. Your dad loves you and loves all the adventures you go on. Isaac and Aurora Lang, Ian Skinner, Aaron, Holly, and Charlotte. And Charlotte, happy birthday on August 15th. Keep learning and asking questions. Your mommy loves you. And also Cleo Chan Testa. Keep learning and shining and happy birthday on August 21st. There are also some more not new patrons with birthdays coming up. Persephone Schmitter, happy birthday on August 14th. Leo Liked Gould, happy birthday on August 15th. Your parents love you and are so grateful for you. Catherine, happy birthday on August 16th. Emma Kay, happy birthday on August 21st. Mom and Dad are always so proud of you. Julian Butel, happy birthday on August 21st. Thanks to all of you and to everyone who supports Tumble on Patreon. If you'd like to get a shout-out like these people, or get a happy birthday wish from yours truly on our podcast, just go to patreon.com slash tumblepodcast and pledge at the $5 level or higher. Once again, that's patreon.com slash tumblepodcast. Don't be afraid, but there might just be a dangerous, mysterious creature inside your home right now. At this very moment, it's stalking its next victim. It's on the move on a lot, a lot of legs. They have way, way too many legs, and the legs are sort of way too long. And then they have kind of like a, a dog face if a dog didn't have a nose and instead of teeth had these uh, venomous pinchers. That's Rob Dunn. He's a scientist who studies the creatures that live inside houses at North Carolina State University. But for our purposes, you can think of him as an indoor wildlife investigator. And this creature he's describing is one of his most fascinating suspects. They're quite large. They're sort of the length of an ordinary human thumb. Rob says this suspect and all of its family members have not only broken into our homes, 
but they've used us to conquer the world. And they appear to have moved into houses somewhere in North Africa or Asia, and then sort of moved with people around the world. So what are these evil geniuses lurking in our homes? They're called house centipedes. For Rob, they're a giant piece of the mystery playing out inside all of our homes. We know these house centipedes. One of the few things we know about them well is that they're predators. They eat prey. In other words, if our houses were the Serengeti, the house centipede would be the lion. And so when you see them, the question they prompt is what are they eating? What is their prey? And where do we find it in the house? Rob has very few leads to go on and no previous investigations. As far as I know, there's never been a study of the diet of house centipedes in houses. We know from laboratory studies which things you can feed them and, and have them stay alive. But we don't know from an individual house, you know, on a given Tuesday, what does the average house centipede in a kitchen, bedroom, or bathroom eat? What Rob does know is that the house centipede is an active killer. So a spider might wait in its web for something to come along, and then only once it's trapped, then it pounces on it. The house centipede, in contrast, has to pursue its prey through the house. Imagine the house centipede on its many, many legs, its noseless dog face and its venomous pinchers chasing something. But what? It's a killer whose victims are never found. I'm Marshall from Tumble, and this is the Wildlife of Your Home pod course. Over the course of the next 10 episodes, you're going to become an indoor wildlife investigator just like Rob. You'll learn about ecosystems by discovering the unknown creatures you wake up with every day. This pod course is interactive, so as you listen, you'll be moving around, observing, writing, and even getting on your hands and knees to explore. Rob's going to stick around and be our guide, so get ready to go on a big adventure with the two of us. We're going to come back to the house centipede mystery in a minute, but first, let's get prepared. To sign up for the full pod course, go to learning.himalaya.com tumble. Do you have your notebook or a piece of paper ready? Because we already have our first task in our training as indoor wildlife investigators. Let's get back to that house centipede and get clues to the identity of its missing victims. When Rob is investigating the mystery of what a house centipede eats, he has to use what he knows about the killer to sketch a drawing of its victim. And so the prey of the house centipede need to be something it can catch. It needs to be something small enough that the venom of the house centipede will, will at least slow it, if not kill it. With this clue, Rob needs to think about what a house centipede won't eat. Even for a very ambitious house centipede, a cat is probably too big as a prey item as is a mouse. And so, you know, the very, very big things are unlikely to be prey items. So your dog's probably safe from house centipedes. But what about the smallest members of your household? Could bacteria be victims too? That's too small for the house centipede because its mouth parts, they can't really grab something that small, much in the way that you know, if you get a crumb that's too small and you try to get it with your fingers, you can't get it, they have the same problem. It's a classic Goldilocks problem. The house centipede is looking for prey that's not too big, not too small, but just right. So think about it. What's in your house that the house centipede might eat? What is, at this moment, 
cowering in fear at the thought of this common household monster. Think about it, because Rob needs your help. Now take out your notebook. At the top of the page, give it a title. Maybe draw a house centipede, or write what a house centipede might eat. Then make a list of all the creatures that you think of in your house that are not too big and not too small to be eaten by a house centipede. You can either write their names or draw pictures of things you've seen in your house that are just the right size for a creature the size of your thumb to eat. Remember, Rob said they're smaller than a mouse, but bigger than bacteria. I'll give you some time to think and write. Have you finished your list? If you need more time, pause the pod course now and press play when you're finished. The victim list of the house centipede is still an unsolved mystery. But this question, what does the house centipede eat, is just the tip of the iceberg. The house centipede, it raises for us a whole series of questions about the ecosystem of the house. What is the ecosystem of your home? What does that even mean? And what other questions can we ask about it? And what will it lead us to discover? By the end of this pod course, you'll be thinking about the environment you live in and what lives with you in a totally different way. Thanks to Rob Dunn, professor of applied ecology at North Carolina State University and author of the book, Never Home Alone. I'm Marshall Escamilla, and I wrote this episode and made all of the music. This episode was edited and produced by Lindsay Patterson. Thanks for joining me, and I hope to see you for the rest of the course on learning.himalaya.com slash tumble. Thanks for listening to this preview of Tumble's The Wild Life of Your Home pod course. We really think you'll love this course. It's 10 episodes and comes with extra learning materials for every episode, all on Himalaya Learning. Himalaya Learning provides bite-sized courses from world-class thinkers and industry experts for you to enjoy in the app on the go. A new episode comes out every week beginning July 28th, and if you miss the launch, don't worry. You can start at any time. Go to learning.himalaya.com tumble and enter the promo code tumble at checkout to get your first 14 days free. That's learning.himalaya.com tumble and promo code tumble. I'll see you there. Give me a C. From PRX.